How fun on this snowy December day to do a Christian Car Guy Theater Marathon as we lead up to one of the most exciting episodes we've ever done next week, Episode 9 of Jailhouse Justice. But to fully get the impact of that, I thought it would be great to go back through Episodes 5, 6, 7, and 8. So here we go, a Christian Car Guy Theater Marathon today on The Christian Car Guy Show. Previously on Jailhouse Justice, Bad Brad has been recaptured and back in the hospital. That's the good news. The bad news is the nefarious Noir is planning on moving next door to Nahum's garage with a new fine-fit auto parts plan. And his Lieutenant Lou is transporting Brad's kidnapped daughter, Christy, right now. Noir and Lou have cooked up a little scheme having to do with Christy. Oh, just pipe down there, pipe down there, little lassie. Yeah, hey, we got a special destination for you just up here. Just a few miles, just relax yourself. So, uh, Vinny, you say you know my dad? Oh, yeah, we go way back. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh red light. <laughs> Why do I have to hit every red light? See you in jail, bozo. You left the door unlocked. Hey, come back here. Come back here, I'll shoot. A few minutes later, after the Noir's disguised henchman, Lou, drives off, he dials his boss, the Noir. Hey, boss. Yeah, it went down just like you thought. Just like you thought you're a genius, you. She's off and running. She even called me Vinny. <laughs> Vinny. Yeah, she'll have the cops crawling all over Angelo and Vinny before sundown. You wait. <laughs> Perfect. Now, get your tail back here. We need to change into fine fit parts getup and pay a visit to this gnome's garage. <laughs> Meanwhile, Pastor Jack is still explaining the whole Christie story to Deputy Eustace, just as Christie calls the Beaver County Sheriff's Office. I just escaped Vinny, somebody, and his boss, Angelo. I think he's out here looking for me, and I'm hiding in the bathroom of some place called the Glenhaven Grill. Can you come and get me? Don't you have my dad in the hospital there? Well, Christy, well, thank goodness you're safe. I just heard you were kidnapped. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, well, I'm not the sheriff. I'm Deputy Eustace, and I'm at your service as always. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, we have your dad, and, uh... Oh, no, no, Glen Haven isn't far at all. Uh, look, you just hold tight. I'll be there in, uh, in 20 minutes. Pastor Jack, tell Jimmy I'm off in his Jeep again. That's official sheriff business. You know, one of the perks of the job and all. It's commandeering vehicles. <laughs> well, uh, Christy has escaped and is hiding in the bathroom in Glen Haven. Uh, pray for us, Pastor. Eustace runs out to Jimmy's Jeep and cranks it up where under the hood there's a slight tick. So small, Eustace doesn't notice it. Caleb Camshaft has been too busy being a spin doctor to receive Mosey Motor Oil's anointing. And now one of his lobes is rubbing Penelope Pushrod the wrong way. Caleb Camshaft, you've always been a rough character, but what's wrong with you? You got me sounding like a lunatic. Tick, tick, tick. Say, have you been spin doctoring again with no help from Moisey Motor Oil? Push, 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 push. Now you're pushing your luck, Penelope. For your information, we camshafts can perform a lobotomy without stinking Moisey Motor Oil. That's part of being the spin doctor that I am. So you just watch yourself. 
Besides, you don't see what's going on here, do you, pushy? Mosey Motor Oil is the crude character in this. There is nothing refined about him. I'm the one burning the midnight oil, sister. So stop your chatter. Ouch. Ouch. Okay, buster. Every time you come around, you're wearing me out, Caleb. Mosey Motor Oil, are you hearing this? Hey, yeah, hey. Sorry, Penelope, you know I got nothing for you. Because Caleb here has me sealed off. Yeah, he really thinks he's slick. Mm-hmm. Guido Gasket, I never would have thought you'd fall for this kind of spin and sealed me off like this. So you want no oil, Caleb Camshaft? I got something that will stop Mosey Motor Oil cold. And cold is what you want to be in about 20 seconds, yeah, putz. Yeah, <laughs> like a washed-up gangster Guido Gasket is going to pull the heat to my spin? You're dreaming, old man. I got this. Just watch, you old geezer, as I put you in a tailspin. Ah! What's going on? Hey! Hey, 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 hey! It's getting hotter with every go-around! Ha-ha! <laughs> man It's hot! Too, 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 too hot! No, 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 no! I lose my temper! Spinning out of control! Guido Gasket, please! Let Mosey Motor Oil cool me off quick! Or I'm finished! Oh, Greasy gas tank, help! We got too much tension here. There is too much friction, Gracie Gas Tank. Caleb Camshaft is slapping Penelope Pushrod around. You gotta get Guido Gasket to let Mosey Motor Oil go. Like now, Gracie Gas Tank. Or I got a feeling something really bad is gonna happen. I'll try, Tammy Tensioner. But while I'm talking, all of you car parts better pray, because without God's help, this situation is explosive. Guido Gasket, I believe God wants you to have mercy on Caleb Camshaft. Not because he deserves it, but because God had mercy on you. Did you know that in the original language of the Old Testament, called Hebrew, God's mercy was the same word as a mother's womb. In other words, it's saying it's a return to innocence and potential to be what God originally intended. In a way, it's to be born again. Yeah, Guido, Caleb needs that kind of mercy just like you did. Remember that time you blew your gasket and God forgave you and he redeemed and he restored you? You remember, Guido? And Wally Windshield Wiper, you remember that time you went all Mickey Mouse on us? All you had to do was come clean. Yeah, Caleb Camshaft, I got a feeling if you will come clean and let Mosey Motor Oil pour on the love, you'll feel washed and brand new. Guido, I was wrong, guys. So wrong. I need Mosey, and I need him now. Have mercy on me, Guido, please. Okay, Mosey. Pour it on. Cool them off if you can. Okay, team. Let's all pray hard that Caleb can be restored. Mosey, that anointing from you should comfort him and Penelope. But there's a lot only God can do here. Penelope Pushrod, how you doing? Oh, thank you, Mosey. Ah, that feels so much better. You know... When push comes to shove, you're an okay guy after all, Caleb Camshaft. 
Without a little push from you, nobody around here spins. With Jimmy's Jeep on the mend, Eustace is able to make it to the Glenhaven Grill. Knocking on the door to the restroom... Uh, excuse me, ladies. Excuse me. Uh, is anyone in here named Christy? How rude. Uh, uh, now, well, now see here, ma'am. You have just assaulted an officer of the law. Excuse me, Deputy Eustace. Is that you? Who was that old bag? Oh, ow. Oh, that's gonna hurt tomorrow. I heard that. Now here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. Uh-huh. Randy, if Caleb Camshine had kept on going without any oil, he'd have lost his camshaft lobes. A real a camshaft lobotomy. <laughs> yeah, well, Daddy, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> See what I did there? A lobotomy. A no-brainer. <laughs> well, seriously, though, Daddy... Caleb almost crashed and burned the whole engine by spinning everything to make him look good without the anointing he needed from Mosey Motor Oil. The Bible talks a lot about anointing, Danny. In fact, Christ is the Greek word for anointing, like Messiah is the Hebrew word for anointing. <laughs> Jesus the Messiah was anointed the Christ. Jesus was anointed by much more than oil, Danny. Jesus was anointed by the Holy Spirit. That's the best oil on the market. <laughs> yeah, Randy. Just like it says in Isaiah 61. Like Jesus quoted in the temple. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. Good news. Well, that's the gospel, isn't it, Randy? The mercy, born again idea, the greasy gas tank talked about. <laughs> That's right, Daddy. You never cease to amaze me. <laughs> See, if you don't add oil, the engine will cease. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you never cease to amaze me. With God's mercy, we can go back to that place of innocence by believing that Jesus died to take our punishment for our bad choices, like Caleb Camshafts. We go back to our innocence and original purpose in God's mercy. It's like going back to his womb. There, the oil of the Holy Spirit will anoint us to stop the friction in our lives. <laughs> That's pretty slick, Randy. <laughs> it's kind of like Slick 50, but, but the gospel isn't Slick 50. <laughs> the gospel is good news, isn't it? <laughs> Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator. Now on with Jailhouse Justice, Episode 6 on this Christian Car Guy Theater Marathon. Good news, Sheriff Kramer is finally back from Denver, and his deputy Eustace, well, let's just say, Eustace, you got some splaining to do. <laughs> well, Sheriff, welcome back. I just can't tell you how good it is for you to, to be back. Everybody missed you so much, especially me. Well, thanks, Eustace. But I'm still flabbergasted about what's happened since I've been away. I mean, according to Georgina, you've had a jailbreak, a kidnapped dog, not to mention a kidnapped girl in Glenhaven that turns out to be Bad Brad's daughter. And now Brad is back in the hospital? Maybe I just need to go back to Denver, because I understand you handled more in the last week than we did in the last two years. 
Well, Sheriff, I, I think you're still a little bit lightheaded from being a mile high. Yeah, I mean, you were the one that locked up Brad to begin with before you left. And let me tell you, lots of prayers have been answered since, since you were gone. And now finally, the biggest prayer for me was my prayer for you to get back. Uh, remember, I, I learned the hard way that, that the head that bows ducks the bullet? Yeah, it's HTB. DTB. Yeah, it's a little shortcut for head bowed duck bullet. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I remember Eustace, but I want you to know how proud I am of the job you did here. It takes great faith, Eustace, to believe God is with you in such life and death situations. And you confronting Brad again after he almost killed you took phenomenal courage, which really shows how your faith in the Lord is growing. But Eustace, let's talk about this kidnapping business. What in the world is this about Brad's daughter and some crime boss named Angelo and his Minnie and Vinny? What do we have on them, and how are you keeping Christy safe? Okay, Sheriff. Now, here's the scoop about Angelo and Vinny. Now, the state trooper guys say they were the ones who grabbed Christy and then took him. As Eustace and the sheriff fall into the Noir's trap to go after Angelo and his minion Vinny, the Noir himself has come to town to meet with Nahum about purchasing the property for their new fine-fit auto parts plant next to Nahum's garage. Howdy there, fellers. I'm guessing you must be Mr. Blackwood. Ah, good morning. Call me Eldon, and this here's my assistant, Otto. Sure is a peaceful place here. It's all right if I call you Nahum? You betcha, young feller. Nahum. Hmm. Were you named after the Old Testament prophet or the Nahum of Capernaum, Peter's hometown? Boy, how do you know your Bible there, Eldon? My mama was so fascinated by that story in the Bible where, you know, those friends lowered the man through the roof at Capernaum so Jesus could heal him. She loved that story so much she even fancied that man's name to be Nahum. Since Capernaum in Hebrew means Nahum's village, naturally, when I came along, well, Nahum it was. Yeah, that's quite a story. Jesus caught everyone by surprise when he told that crippled man his sins were forgiven, even before Jesus healed them, especially the Pharisees. Those Pharisees uh, don't like Jesus too much, you know, but I can see why your mother loved it. And speaking of loving it, you know, Nahum, that property over there is the perfect acreage for what we need for a completely pollution-free fight-fit auto parts plant. And, hey, it would make a great addition to the Beaver County employment possibilities. We're talking 125 jobs here. 125 jobs? Well, if that don't beat all. Sounds great, Eldon. By the way, my friends, they kind of call me Nahum. That's the way my mama pronounced it. I'll bet you say it the Bible way. Yeah, that's right, Nahum. Nahum is the Hebrew pronunciation. Nahum is more uh, Americanized. But when in America, Nahum it is. It's a real pleasure to meet a man that knows his Bible. Looks like the Noir has Nahum eating right out of his hand. Later that day, the Noir and Lou discuss their strategy. Uh, gee, boss, uh, it's like taking candy from a baby with this Nahum character. Hey, hey, where did you get all that Bible stuff? I, I didn't know you knew nothing about any of that. Yeah, <laughs> Christian knees. I spotted that cross on his sign, and with a name like that, hey, I figured fish in a barrel. Sea of Galilee fish at that. <laughs> I told you, I'm a genius. Hey, boss, you'll have that alley chicken a week. Tops, I guarantee it. Ha, Allie Perkins. She's just a means to an end. It's a grandfather, Bob Perkins, I need. 
You know, years ago, he invented a rubber compound that lasts twice as long as conventional rubber, tires, wiring insulation, and things like that. I could have made millions. But he wouldn't share the plans with anyone. He said it would never, what, uh, biodegrade, and it would hurt the environment. Please. A real tree hugger. Hey, boss. Yeah, I tried and tried to get the formula out of him. I even put the squeeze on his son. Fifteen years ago, I was trying to make his son Bob Jr. an offer he couldn't refuse. And he and his wife were killed trying to get away. Ran off the road. That's why Allie lives with her grandparents. Yep, Bob Jr. should have cooperated. But Bob Perkins Sr. never had a clue what happened. So I just figured I'd bide my time till that little girl, Allie, and Bob got close. And I think the time has come, you know what I mean? I think this will be a great negotiating tool. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jimmy, hearing that the sheriff is back, figures he can finally get his Jeep back from Eustace and stops by to pick it up. Hey, Sheriff, we're all so glad you're back. I know you guys must be busy catching up, but Eustace, can I finally get the keys back to my Jeep? Eustace? Well, that's right. It's stay on the Jeep. That's right, Sheriff. Well, I was commandeering vehicles. I had to. It was within my rights as a sworn officer of the law. It's, it's right here in the police manual, Article 6. Let's see. It says here, uh, I'll find it for you, Sheriff. Just give me a second. It's okay, Eustace. You did a great job while the Sheriff was gone. But can I get my keys? Sure, Jimmy. Here you are. Thank you. Jimmy cranks up his Jeep and Fernando Fuel Injector starts spraying. Hey, you guys under the hood. You ought to let me pray for a change, huh? My prayers could inject some uh, much-needed reverence around here. Just what are you employing, Buster? Yo, time attentioner. Hey, 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 when did we get a fuel injection system? <laughs> oh, see, sí, muy gracioso, very funny, very funny. Well, it's no wonder we get into all the trouble we do. Mosley Motor Oil and Gracie Gas Tank. The way you gringos approach the Lord, psh, never one single D or thou. No reverence. Not right, not right. Mm -mm. Now here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. <laughs> Randy, it would appear that everyone in this episode is on a blind date. Not looking good. <laughs> You're right, Danny. Deception is running rampant. The Sheriff and Eustace think Angelo and Vinny are Christie's kidnappers. Nahum thinks Mr. Blackwood is a Christian. Mr. Nahum doesn't even know it's not Mr. Blackwood, but the Noir, and he's certainly up to no good. Then there are all the car parts taking sides in a ridiculous argument. The scary thing is that in my life and in your life, Danny, this example doesn't even scratch the surface of the deception we really live under which is the very reason we need to cling to the only truth we know, the Bible, and offer our prayers to the one who is the truth. Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator. To continue with today's Christian Car Guy Theater Marathon in a minute, but before we did that, I wanted to mention the Jesus Labor Love. It's car repair for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. You'll find that at christiancarguy.com. And I wanted to tell you this week, we had another car donated, and I wish everybody listening could have heard the joy. I was a single mom, homeless, living in a shelter. Her tears as she found out that the Lord had provided her a car. A special thing is I didn't know when I called her to tell her, and it had been a couple weeks since I had been able to contact her. She said, I was just praying because I just got out of the hospital. I had no idea how I was going to get to my doctor's appointment in a couple days. And the tears and joy as she knew God had actually 
provided this car for her in this moment. I wish everybody here could hear that. I could tell she had been so down, yet here was God right at this point of crisis for her, giving her a little nudge through this ministry, through the people that have been generous to us to touch her and tell her, yeah, I'm still there. I still care. What a precious, precious moment it was. But along those lines, I want to let you know there's another homeless single mom I spoke to just yesterday, again crying. She lost her mother this time last year, and so she's been through a real time, a real time of depression, and she too has a child and needs transportation, and so we're looking for another car that somebody can donate. And if you want to do that, you go to ChristianCarGuy.com and look under the Jesus Labor Love, and there's a car donate. Or check out the other prayer requests there. We always have prayers up there for people that contact us. I mean, what a cool way to find out what God's doing with a prayer request there at the Jesus Labor Love. And of course, if you feel led to donate some money or to donate your time, all those are there. Just pray for this lady that needs this car this week. Once again, it's all at ChristianCarGuy.com. That's ChristianCarGuy.com. The Jesus Labor Love, prayer requests, car donations, or if you know somebody who needs the help, the application's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. As well as the entire cast and crew of Christian Car Guy Theater as we get so ready to continue with Jailhouse Justice. Which, by the way, there's free podcast of every episode of Christian Car Guy Theater, also at ChristianCarGuy.com. And now on with Christian Car Guy Theater Marathon. Hey, you guys under the hood, you ought to let me pray for a change, huh? My prayers could inject some uh, much-needed reverence around here. Just what are you employing, Buster? Yo, time attentioner. Hey, 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 when did we get a fool injection system? <laughs> oh, si, muy gracioso, very funny, very funny. Well, it's no wonder we get into all the trouble we do. Mosley Motor Oil and Gracie Gas Tank. The way you gringos approach the Lord, psh, never one single D or thou. No reverence. Not right, not right. Mm-mm. Respect, honor, that's the way of God. I side with Fernando Fuel Injector. Let's pray with him. Thou art right. Agreed, Frenchy Fender. We Latin language parts are tight. Oh, no. No, 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 no. This is not right. Crazy gas tank. Don't let this silly argument split up our body. We are one body. And I, for one, Frenchy Fender, side with the whole body. Fernando, I just want to say... The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and I would love to hear you pray, and I would never doubt Jesus loves you and wants to hear your prayer. No way, Jose, that's what I say. You see, Mosey Motor Oil says that, and that's my opinion, and I am slicking, sticking to it. What? Greasy gears, Tink. I am shocked. Are you going to let this fuel, Fernando fuel injector talk to us this way? What kind of propane are you drinking anyway, Greasy? Just then, Fernando fuel injector's wife, Anita Intake, pipes up. Hey, Fernando fuel injector, my husband. Lighten up, honey. 
I love the way you pray, cara. But ay ay ay, you might get an explosive reaction, mi amor. She's right, Fernando. Be nice. That's so true. Now that is the truth. That is the truly true truth. Fernando, you listen to your wife. I agree. Ah, you're right, babe. My little bonita Anita. You know, like my abuela used to say, delante de la caída va el orgullo. Pride goes before the fall. And, uh, and I humbly apologize to you under the hood team. I get a little too heated and carried away, you know? <laughs> oh, merci, Fernando. That is very good. Don't you worry about it, Fernando. Hey, you all right, man. Don't worry about it. God's got you. All is forgiven, Fernando. All's well that ends well. Despite a peaceful resolution under the hood, Jimmy notices that his engine is heated up and drives over to Nahum's garage. Hi, Nahum. Just wanted to check my engine. You know how finicky it gets sometimes. It's almost like a living person. Well, howdy, Jimmy. I was just about to go over to that potluck at the church. You know, my wife's heading up the welcome back sheriff celebration. We'll get this fixed up, and I'll catch a ride with you over there. Yes, sir. I'm headed over there next. Ha! What do you know? My engine seems to have cooled down. Go figure. Oh, look, Nahum. Here comes Mr. Blackwood and Otto. <laughs> Just call me Eldon, Jimmy. Right. Eldon and Otto. Are you guys going to the potluck over at the church? We're on our way. Wouldn't miss it. Nothing like church potlucks, you know? Yeah, now, myself, right about now, I could eat a whole cow. Hey! That rhyme! Don't know about a whole cow, but it'll be good eats for sure. And you can meet my wife and a lot of the town folks. See y'all over there. As Jimmy and Nahum take off in the Jeep, Noir and Lou chuckle amongst themselves as they drive over to the church. <laughs> Just one more opportunity to butter up Nahum's wife and the rest of the community. Yeah, and I wouldn't mind lots of butter on biscuits, mashed potatoes, Buttered corn, buttered popcorn, and buttered butter. Meanwhile, at the church hall, Nahum's wife, Nettie, is supervising. <sighs> That's right. Oh, yeah. Pie's right over here on this table. And the main course will go right on over there. The salad's on that table, darling. There you go, Lulu Mae. Oh, that looks so yummy. <laughs> and Elvira, you brought your red velvet cake, my favorite. And then we put the Welcome Back Sheriff son right on over here. Aren't we excited that he is back? Hi, honey. Oh, hi, sweetheart. Nettie, I want you to meet Eldon Blackwood and Otto. Well, hello there, Eldon and Otto. Heard so much about you. You're setting up shop right next to Nahum's garage. It's going to be a great fit. Like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> That's right. Welcome to our little celebration. Oh, believe me, I wouldn't have missed it. Yeah, me too. Well, I mean, uh, to be more grammatical, uh, me neither. Oh, and, and here is our mayor, Elvira Merriweather. Elvira, this here is Elder Blackwood and Otto. Oh, I've heard so much about you and your marvelous fine fit auto parts plant. You know, the election is coming up, and I sure could use votes from some distinguished gentlemen such as yourselves. <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. 
Although, I might persuade you by giving you a little of my past exploits, as it were. I was second runner-up in the Miss Dixie contest in 1973, but, well, never mind. That's just my sense of humor. A sense of humor is the safety valve on the boiler room of life, you know. But, but welcome to our town, Mr. Blockwood. Actually, it's Blackwood, but you can call me Eldon, Elvira. Oh, well... Eldon it is, and you can call me Elvira. Just then, people start pouring into the church hall. Well, here they all come. Hi, Sheriff. Well, here's your chance to meet our little town, Eldon and Otto. Oh, yes indeed, Nahum. Looking forward to it. What are Noir and Lou up to as they butter up the town folk and their biscuits? Meanwhile, here's Randy Radiator and Danny Dipstick review today's episode. <laughs> Randy, looks like the Noir and Lou are pretty slick with all this buttering up there, Danny, on the biscuits and the town folk. That's right, Danny Dipstick. Oh boy, do I love biscuits, <laughs> although their butter is pretty rancid, if you ask me. It's not like the fresh oil of the Holy Spirit. This slick, nefarious team makes Lucy Motor Oil look dry. <laughs> but, but they are up to no good. And it will be interesting to see if they can fool the whole town. <laughs> and speaking of biscuits, Randy, and butter, there's that little verse about leaven. Leaven in the whole lump. It just takes a little yeast. How dare he spread it on like that. <laughs> and we'll ask the Holy Spirit to send the fresh oil of discernment and a fresh tray of Bojangles biscuits to boot. You got me thinking about biscuits, Danny. Oh, boy. good night, Danny. <laughs> See you later, Radiator. Well, here's our last installment of Christian Car Guy Theater Marathon today, Jailhouse Justice Part 8 as we get ready for the dynamic Jailhouse Justice Part 9 coming up next week. You will not be disappointed. It is a fabulous episode. I won't give you any spoilers, but I will tell you that it will be one of the most memorable Christian Car Guy theaters of all time. We'll open the show with it next week. So now get ready for Jailhouse Justice Part 8. Meanwhile, at the potluck, Nettie, Nahum's wife, is cheerfully introducing Eldon and Otto around as the town folks all celebrate the return of the sheriff. Eldon and Otto, I want you to meet our newly returned sheriff and his most esteemed deputy, Eustace. Well, it's an honor to meet the two of you. It seems you've both been very busy lately rescuing folks and such, even a doxy, from what I understand. Well, actually that was Eustace who did that, Eldon. I've been out of town for a few weeks, and Eustace has been mighty busy since I've been gone. He's quite the hero. Well, how in the world did you know that I rescued a doxy, Eldon? Well, Eustace, you know how it is in a small town. There are no secrets. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. You can't keep secrets in this small town. Nope. Uh-uh, no. You, you, can't, you can't do it. Nope. I don't know why, but for some reason you two look familiar to me, Eldon. But maybe it's because I've seen your pictures on the posters you have around town for an investor meeting for your new auto plant. 
which sounds like a terrific idea. It's going to bring jobs to our little town. Oh, yes, Sheriff. This town will never be the same. And the perfect location next to Nahum's garage. <laughs> Auto parts and the man who knows how to use them. You know how important location is. Location, location, location. <laughs> Such a deal. It's a win-win, right, Otto? Such a deal! Yeah, that's right, perfect! Definitely a win-win-win-win-win. And I can't tell you how thrilled I am that you arrived in town to boost the economy when I am mayor. Perfect indeed, perfect timing. That's right, Mayor Elvira Merriweather. And now, Eldon and Otto, here are some other fine folks I want you to meet. This is Bob and Bonnie and their granddaughter, Allie. Nice to meet you, Bob. Bonnie and Allie, pretty name for a pretty girl. Oh, thank you. Actually, it was my doxy that you just rescued. It was the most amazing story. Really kind of crazy. We're so proud of our granddaughter, Eldon. She was actually the princess for the Garden of Hope float earlier this year. And she found a lot of hope from the Lord after that. We went through a bit of a rough time, didn't we, Bob? A rough time indeed. It's funny, Eldon. The sheriff said you look familiar. You look familiar to me, too. But maybe it's those posters around town. Have we met before? You know, maybe we did. Many years ago. And here is our very own Pastor Jack. Yes, hi, Eldon and Otto. Welcome to our little town. We are so grateful to you for what you're planning to do. Believe me, the pleasure is all mine. Sure hope to see you in church on Sunday. <laughs> Wouldn't miss it, Pastor. All right, everybody. Hey, listen up now. Yeah, y'all come on over here. and let's, let's hear the sheriff give a few words before Pastor Jack prays over our food. Hey, and don't nobody touch that red velvet cake before I get there. <laughs> All right, now, come on, let's give the sheriff a big hand. Welcome back, sheriff. Well, <laughs> I can't tell you how good it is to be back and how very much I've missed you all. And I want you to know that although there have been some frightening things that have gone on in our little town, Eustace and I will do everything in our power and with God's help to keep this town safe. Thank you, and God bless you. So, Noir and Lou, alias Eldon and Otto, seem to have pulled the wool over everyone's eyes, although there were a few question marks in the minds of the sheriff and Bob, Allie's grandfather. As the potluck was over and cleaning up was going on, Nettie took out the trash in the alley next to the parking lot. Nettie overheard Lou and Noir chuckling as they stood next to Jimmy's Jeep. They were enjoying how they had deceived everyone. They saw Nettie rush back into the church hall and start talking to Nahum, Pastor Jack, the Sheriff, Eustace, and Bob about what she'd heard. I knew that guy looked familiar. You're right, Bob. Pastor Jack, could we look up the face recognition on the computer in your office? Let's see who these guys are. Dang, nabbit! Just when you think all's well. Come on, guys, let's use that computer thingy to look them up. Meanwhile, the Noir and Lou heard the whole thing as they followed Nettie and hid behind the door. Noir pulled Lou back into the parking Okay, let's get out of here. Hey, this Jeep Wrangler right here hmm, would be perfect to go off-road. Come on. Jimmy decides to peek outside to take a look at Eldon and Otto, and just then they take off in his Jeep. Hey, they're getting away in my Jeep. 
Hey, hey, hey! Where are we going? What are we, what are we doing here? What are we doing? What is going on around here? No, 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 no! Hey, I'm going to pray! Oh, Lord, protect us! Protect us, Lord, please! Whoa, whoa, what's going on? Hey, what do these bums think they're doing? Ay, 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 por favor, senor Grotajeros. Please, Lord, protect them. Seriously? Tammy, give them a little more attention, and I'll give them a wave of justice. Huh? Oh, no, cut it out. Oh, dear. Air conditioned their heads. Oh, don't cry, everyone. Let me wipe your tears away. <laughs> I'm guessing Eldon and Lou may have taken the wrong vehicle. That is, if they hope to get away. Tune in for the next episode where we'll find out if the new R and Lou will either see the light or they may have to meet the dark. And now here's Randy Radiator and Danny Dipstick to wrap up today's episode. <laughs> Randy, do you think that trust in the new R is kind of like trust in stairs? <laughs> Daddy, I get it. Like stairs. The noir is always up to something. <laughs> You can't get a rise out of me, mister. <laughs> well, you're right, Danny. And even when evil is lurking behind every corner, the enemy doesn't stand a chance. Jesus is more than a match for any enemy. And like Jimmy's Jeep, I can hardly wait to see the beatdown those two will take at the hands of Tammy Tensioner, Guido Gasket, Mosey Motor Oil, and even... Wally Windshield Wiper has got what it takes with Jesus on his side. <laughs> yeah, Randy. Fine fit might be those guys. Parting words. Oh, brother. <laughs> Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, Radiator. How fun was that? Four episodes of Christian Car Guy Theater, Jailhouse Justice, five, six, seven, and eight, leading up to a fantabulous episode nine coming next week. Again, I want to remind you, if you go to christiancarguy.com, you can see all the cast of phenomenal actors that take part and actresses and writers in Christian Car Guy Theater, their bios, etc. It's all there at christiancarguy.com. It's really entertaining all in itself. We want you to know that it's our heart that this be programming that attracts a younger audience, your children maybe. It's Saturday morning, time for cartoons. And so we wanted to do something here on the Christian Car Guy Show that everyone would enjoy, both adults and children, as we don't often have children listen to the Christian Car Guy other programming on Saturday morning. So we wanted to offer something regularly that would happen. And so we urge your kids to listen, but also we want you to know that there's this resource. It's at christiancarguy.com where you can go to the podcast and download absolutely free every episode of Christian Car Guy Theater. There's over 31 of them now. And how fun is that? There's, I guess, more than five hours of programming available for kids to listen to with good, clean, family, Christian values. It is certainly our prayer every time we do an episode of Christian Car Guy Theater that Jesus is the hero of the story and that that comes through clearly. So we pray that you would share that with your family, children that you know, that they can go to ChristianCarGuy.com. And there are 31 episodes now of Christian Car Guy Theater. Now, by all means, we are so grateful to you and everyone who listens to Christian Car Guy. It's you guys that make the show. We're so grateful that you tuned in today. Please take time to go to ChristianCarGuy.com. Find out about the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair Labor for Single Moms, Widows, and Families in Crisis. Remember to pray for that wonderful lady who needs a car, the homeless person that we talked about, and even thank God for the one that he supplied this week. What a joy to take part in this ministry with you 
The Christian Car Guy Show. Remember, slow down, Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. Say goodbye, Daddy. (laughs) See you later, radiator.